0: Hi everyone, it's EJ here. I am very happy to bring you a conversation with myself and Chris Ho, Christopher Ho, uh, which yes, it was very enjoyable to talk to Chris Ho. Um, My sort of real, and I think for a lot of people, the real point where watching Fire 2 open I was like, oh man, this is something. Was the Season 2, I think Season 2, someone recently posted it on the Fire 2 Discord. Uh, The Season 2 Grand Finals which Gino won, and commentating on that game was uh, Chris Ho with Nerdcube, and that game was so fantastic, and having it explained by two guys who just were so good at Talking through the strategy, um, and there's the legendary moment where Gino neglected to upgrade next to Zoras, thus denying him a round one sanctuary. I can't remember what Chris. I should have watched it. I can't remember what Chris said, but he said something great. Um, and the added bonus that he had this sort of silky, smooth voice—such a lovely voice. Anyway, I got to talk to him uh, for this. Now, this episode was motivated, we talk about it in the in the chat, was motivated by some sort of people, for example, Super Chani, feeling like they needed to leave Terra completely and kind of step away. So we wanted to talk around that, and um, I guess it's maybe sort of the most serious conversation we've had, but it's not too heavy, I, I don't think, that, like... There are no trigger warnings or anything like that because it's it's less about mental health and more about what Chris describes as living intentionally and just sort of being um honest and careful with how you're managing your time and getting the most out of it uh with gaming and with other stuff so it's it's kind of we're, we're flirting here with with self help stuff and it's a bit more serious um And a few points, Chris says he hopes he's not being too preachy. And I don't think he was being preachy. I think he was just sort of uh, using his experience and something he's clearly sort of passionate about to kind of give some advice and and help to people. So I hope it's useful. It's also like an enjoyable chat. I hope you find it useful. I would say that if, you know, if you think that this is something that affects you in terms of, time management and how much time you're spending on games or or other stuff social media whatever just like listen through and then and then maybe go back and actually do what chris says he talks about sort of making a calendar and actually prioritizing your time uh, actually you know take the time and honestly do it and put it on paper or on computer whatever and think about your time and and how you can best sort of spend it um according to the the things that chris says uh yeah i think mostly you know we're quite sort of high functioning people who who sort of would be listening to this it's all sort of high functioning people but at the same time you can fall into bad habits i'm i need to have a think i've sort of ended up picking up quite a few different hobbies and i've got to think next year about prioritizing my time and what and what i want to do with next year because i have to decide whether to sign up for a few different things um so yes take it seriously but also enjoy the smooth smooth voice of chris ho talking to myself ej um about yeah living intentionally time management with games uh it's a good one cheers He's here. How you doing? Yeah, good. Oh, there's that voice. My favorite voice in Terra Mystica. <laughs>
1: how's it going? How's it going?
0: <laughs> yeah, really good. Nice to talk to you. Really nice to talk to you.
1: Yes, yeah, you as well. How's uh how's life? <laughs>
0: uh cool, pretty busy. Um like this year with everything sort of starting up again after covid it's feels busy um how about you
1: yeah same, same story been uh been, been pretty wild but uh you know very happy and healthy and, and all that kind of stuff so i can't complain you know
0: nice are you at work currently or
1: um i i yeah, i work just fully remote so i um i'm always at home usually I'm, I'm actually not even at home right now. I'm at a friend's place because we're got uh, a, a birthday party tonight for uh, one of our best friends. So my wife and I uh, drove down and, and came over here. But uh, so I'm just sitting in the office.
0: Oh, cool. Um, have fun. Have fun.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man.
0: Let me just try and get Craig. Craig is thinking. We've got g in here, but I'd like to have Craig in here as well.
1: <laughs> craig's recording device
0: <laughs> yeah they yeah both of them are like recording bots but i also record a backup as well at the same time so uh
1: yeah i have um like a podcast kind of set up at home but i i'm obviously on the road right now so not able to to do any of that really
0: cool. well you sound glorious as usual
1: <laughs> wonderful and your, your actual name is ej right
0: uh, my my real knife human name is John. I'm John.
1: Oh, John. Okay. Um, okay. But you, but you go by EJ in, in all of these, uh, in everything here, in, right?
0: Yeah. It feels weird when I hear, like, you guys calling me John. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's good. That's good stuff. That's really funny.
0: Um. Right. So this is, yeah, it's kind of like, up to you a bit what we how we talk here i left it with that it was you and super Chani who kind of planned it out as a bit of a talk i mean yeah i guess what so for me it's a bit of a talk about like how this game and other games kind of affect your state of mind and in a, maybe a good but maybe a bad way sometimes as well is that like what you're thinking
1: Exactly. I think it's, I think it's a really interesting topic. Um, I think it's a particularly interesting topic because just like, um, I mean, games just, just like, you know, uh, like anything, too, too much of, of something that you love is can be really dangerous and really bad for your mental health. Right. Um, you, you need to learn to moderate, um, and, uh, it can be really it can be really hard to moderate, <laughs> um, especially when you're sitting in front of a computer. And I know a lot of people have um, work from home jobs and stuff like that too. And uh, I've heard of so many people in the community and, and, and it's not even, you know, mostly the board game community, but like um, where they, they can't focus on, on work from home and they end up playing games all day and it just causes so much heartache and stress to their, to their souls. And even if it's not interfering with work, sometimes it interferes with their lives people end up playing games um uh you know in spite of themselves sometimes uh, i think that you you've probably heard some similar stories as well
0: yeah i so i guess i've heard from i guess someone who yeah like an anonymous person you see a few people on the on sort of like the forums and servers mentioning that they're kind of going off for a hard stop and then and and sort of leaving because they need to to sort of cut cut it out and super Chani has decided that he wanted to leave and I, I, we talked about i don't know if did you hear the discussion that i had with him when he was leaving at all
1: i didn't i was it on wasn't on one of the podcasts I, i'm not fully yeah. up to date
0: yeah it was a recent one um and he i save
1: and I... I save you guys up by the way. I always save <laughs> you guys up and then I, I listen especially on flights i'm I'm taking a a flight to i go back and forth um to Asia quite a bit for work, and so I usually end up like listening to four or five of them um uh, in a row when i' whenever I'm in the airport just so you guys just just to give you some props <laughs>
0: Oh, nice thank you um, yeah. yeah there's one with super and basically he because he was, he would have done this episode, but he's taking a break. And I think uh, we maybe gave the impression that he was sort of struggling with mental health more generally, but he's since it kind of um, uh, confirmed to me that it was more of a, a priorities in life thing. And he felt that he really needed to focus on other stuff and that this whole kind of uh, community discords... And playing the game was just kind of an all-consuming thing that was taking up too much time. And it was better for him to just fully kind of cut it out totally. Um, so that's that's where I've sort of heard about this and was interested in talking more. But kind of the mental health aspect is really important as well. In like, if you're struggling, is this the best thing for people to be doing? I don't know.
1: It's... It's, it's such a, it's such a great, it's such an interesting, um, you know, line of thinking, but I think, you know, super Chinese, um, and again, I I haven't listened to that one in particular, but I, I can imagine some of what he's talking about, right? Like ultimately when, when you start to indulge too much in, in something that you love, uh, it can, it can be, it can end up being something that really starts to eat away at you and, you know the very obvious ones, the very obvious corollaries anyway, right is like junk food, right? I love you know pizza I love you know you know potato chips and stuff like that and and, and those things are great and they're great in moderation, but if you just you know constantly binging on those things, it's not good for you. It's the same thing with um social media and, and some of the information stuff, right like you know do I um I, you know, I I love seeing some of those like little shorts on YouTube or on Instagram or whatever. Um, but if you're all of a sudden on, on TikTok or something like that for eight hours a day, it's you know, it eats away at you. And the same kind of stuff can happen with games. Um, and, and gaming is, you know, game designers build games that people want to play over and over again. And the best game designers, um, whether it be a video game or a board game, um, they literally design the game um, to be addictive in a lot of ways. And I don't mean addictive in, in a nefarious way. I just mean like, you know, they're very fun. <laughs> it's really fun. There's lots of like flashing lights and scoring points and hanging out with your friends. And all that kind of stuff is um, incredible. Uh, so long as you, you understand uh, where what which place it has uh, in your life, people will have a really hard time with moderation uh, because they don't trust themselves to moderate. And so they kind of do this cold turkey kind of, hey, I, I need to focus on other things. And that's a very, very a common and be acceptable and uh you know thing to do sometimes you need a some time away sometimes you need to step away and I, I think some um need to step away even before they they realize it uh oftentimes and sometimes games um whether it's because you're using it as a method of procrastination or because you're using it as a escape or maybe it's again not even that deep maybe it's literally just you know it's too fun i'm hanging out with all my friends and i have other priorities in life and i really need to get to them um or you know i'm i'm spending all all my time online and you know i'm I'm not spending enough time in the real world even that's like a whole other story to path to go down even with all the the new facebook and, and meta stuff and the metaverse coming out right i'm sure there's gonna be more and more more and more thoughtfulness towards that kind of stuff but it's a it's a really interesting balance that you have to find when you're playing games and Uh, It's a really interesting balance you have to find in life. Uh, What are your priorities and how can you live an intentional life, right?
0: Yeah, and uh, it's it's relevant to what we said at the start too because for two years, depending on like where you were in the world, I guess, but like in the UK, we sort of had two years where we couldn't really do anything uh, in person for a large part of it. And then it kind of felt like, Actually, this is fantastic that I've got um, this thing that I can do from home and meet meet people virtually and and all that stuff. But now uh, it's different. And this year I've had to prioritise a lot with how I spend my time between like, starting to play some board games in real life, but also doing other stuff and trying to do some exercise, doing a lot of cycling. Uh and then sort of keeping this like fire to on air, Terra Mystica, Terra Mystica Tuesday League thing going at the same time. And yeah, that what was kind of like it used to feel like, oh this is great, I can spend a lot of time playing Terror and I'm happy to do so because there's there's not really much else that's better to do. Now there are other things and it's it's difficult to prioritize a lot.
1: And it's difficult to prioritize in life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean like yeah there's a lot there's a lot out there to do um yeah that's what i'm finding it uh from your point of view so i guess you were playing more kind of in well i guess it was like 2021 when you were in the international clash team with team canada uh and you were playing in the fire to open tournaments and you've been playing a bit less is there any do you have any experience of did you think you were playing too much or is it just that now i know you're really busy with work and stuff so is it just that stuff has taken over and it wasn't the case of you stepping back it was just life got busy again
1: you know i i ramped up my playing for sure during covid because there's there was less things to do and there's less opportunity cost to playing right um i find terra and the terra community to be absolutely wonderful um i think that uh you know and, and you know that goes further into almost like the BGA community right because the Agricola community I think is wonderful as well. but the, the Ters community is is so wonderful and I was I was actually kind of there for the founding of the Terramis community with um, you know CSW J- junior and and uh, and and lumen and Rainier and that that game that we played in actually uh, way back when um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's just this incredible community that has evolved over time. but I think that in terms of me playing less, I actually have been playing quite a bit of async lately. I I haven't really had the time to sit down and play um, uh, live games nearly as much as I would like. But uh, I have found some balance in playing a bunch of async games at the same time with different groups of people. And um, it's been really, really incredible um, and really, really fun to be able to, you know, log in kind of in my own time and go and check my moves and play those moves and look forward to it during the day. And I play with lots of my in in real life friends as well because you end up having chats over the the board and it's a, it's this incredible and easy way to stay in touch. It's funny. Um, uh, there's kind of this like joke, right? That like men, men in particular, not to make this thing about men or women, cause it's not really necessarily about that, but men in particular have a hard time connecting and, you know, chatting with their friends and, Talking about their feelings and stuff like that, I do find games to be uh, kind of this wonderful avenue towards having these friendships and maintaining these friendships because you you kind of play over the board and you know if you really want to talk about something you really want to say something you you know you throw it in the chat and uh, you know you can have a conversation about the game but you can also have a conversation about life and you know I I do feel like I've built up these you know awesome friendships with different people that uh, that we play with on a regular basis and can continue to play with but I I do think that as far as me in particular, I didn't take a specific step away from the game. I know that, that a lot of people have. It's more just that, uh, you know, as life goes on, some things get really busy and um, you, you focus on, on different things, um, it, you know, at different points in your life. I, I think, not to not to ramble too much, but one really important thing to do is to try to live as intentionally as possible and when i say trying to live as intentionally as possible i mean really like actually taking a moment um in your life to like sit down and say okay what's what's important to me and for a lot of people um there are a lot there's going to be a lot of overlap right because uh, you know human beings are um you know where, no matter where you live in the world there's some similarities and there's some differences but like one thing, one thing I know for for certain, almost everyone listening to this podcast, like health, is going to be something that's really important to them, right? And within health, uh, you know, your exercise, your diet, and your sleep, right, make up yeah. a healthy, you know, a healthy you, right? Um, for a lot of a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, their relationships are going to be really important to them, and you know, if you can break that down to you know, your partner. You know, for me, it's Melissa, my my wife, very important to me. Uh, your family and your friends, right? Does you know your partner, your family, your friends make up you know these incredibly uh, important relationships to you, you know, for people with their self and their, especially people's mental health, right? The way that I think about my mental health, I, I also break that down into three categories, which is my my productivity, my perspective and my mindfulness. And productivity is, is one of the things um, that is extremely important to me in terms of my own self worth and my own mental health. And productivity really is about respecting your own time and feeling accomplished daily. Right. Perspective, you know, if I go through productivity, perspective, and mindfulness, right? Perspective is about understanding and respecting your own ideas, and having a perspective and like a POV about the world, Um, and then mindfulness, right, is understanding and respecting your own feelings and feeling gratitude on a daily basis. And so, I think, in particular, to our conversation here, I think with gaming, what it can do is it can really take you into like this kind of like anti-productivity tailspin where you feel like you're not respecting your own time. Right? You're not feeling accomplished on a daily basis. And I, I do think that when people um, feel like they're in a productivity rut, it really affects their own self-worth. And I think that's where you see a lot of people doing a hard stop to some of the games and saying, I really got to get my life together. And what they're usually doing is they're actually, whether they're explicitly um, internalizing it or not, they're taking a look at their life and they're saying, I need to live more intentionally. I need to focus more on my health and my, more on my relationships um, in order to feel you know, this sense of self-worth come back. And of course you can go even deeper in in terms of living an intentional life and say, okay, I'm going to break it down and I'm going to look at my career and my fundamentals, you know, my, my money, my image, my, my home space. I'm going to look at my lifestyle, right? I'm going to look at my, you know, whatever these different areas of your life may be um, that you can, you can really break them down and say, okay, I want to live an intentional life. And these are the, these are the areas of my life that I'm going to focus on, you know, this, this day, this month, this year. And, and, when, when you are actually thinking about it in that particular way, and when you when you take a moment and take a step back, you start to look at, you know, where where can I focus and what's going to be most important to me, and uh, that's where I am going to try my best to, to to spend my time in that way. Because when you really look at um, the things that you care most about, and then you look at your calendar and you say, okay, do the things I care most about match up with my calendar, and if they don't, then you are not living an intentional life, right? You are you are not walking the walk that you want to you want to do you're not living the the life that you want to live and i I think that um when people again i I might be rambling a little bit now but i think when people really start looking at the lives that they want to live sometimes uh they have to cut out gaming for a little bit in order to get that stuff together
0: yeah that's yeah the intentionality I, i don't think you are rambling i think that's like a really nicely oh (laughs) <laughs> you, you said it really well, then I'm going to say a nicely put way of saying it, uh, which makes no sense. It's something that and I don't think he would mind me saying. Uh, I actually talked to Ghostly about this because he found that he was playing. Yeah, so I, I would say and I'm sort of putting words in his mouth here, but he was playing in a non-intentional way a lot of um I guess Terra Mystica yeah as in the thing where you just sort of uh, I've got like a whatever some time now I'm just gonna load up and click and uh, I'm in an arena game and then that's you know two hours done uh, and something he was saying he was trying to do is um, like he still wants to play but he wanted to play in a more intentional way where he's like right this is some time that I wanted to set aside and I'm going to play an arena game or, or whatever and and i guess maybe this is something where maybe playing an arena game is not the best in terms of like maybe actually what you want to do is schedule a game with some people that you know and make it like a bit more of a quality game maybe i don't know um uh but yeah be more intentional than he's he instead started he he was showing me that he started recording his plays and like noting down the games and sort of thinking more about them and trying to learn from them rather than just sort of reeling off these, these games. Um, do you think that sounds like a good way of approaching it? Maybe given that people maybe still do want to play some games
1: for sure. And, and you'll find no bigger advocate for playing games than me. I think like (laughs) sports and games are such a huge part of my life. Um, like they're such a huge part of my life, and it's it's. I would say, um, you know, it, it, I I like go crazy for them. I love. We play so many games uh, as a family. Um, we've been playing tons of Agricola around the table. We've been playing tons of. Um, uh, we'll play tons of uh, Wingspan. We've been playing lots of Puerto Rico. We've been playing lots of um, what's UA's new game, uh, the New York Zoo. Um we've been playing lots of Azul.
0: You play you play with your wife. And is it your yeah. mother or her mother you play with? Is that right? I saw on the curricula video.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with my uh with my mother in law. We play a lot with it's my it's my wife's mother because uh, she lives around the corner, so we go and play lots of games together over the over the board and um nice. it's like yeah. yeah, it's super super fun and we've got friends that we have amazing friends. Actually the friends that the house I'm at right now, we play lots of board games with them too we were playing tickets ride the other day we play seasons um uh, played eldorado sheriff like we've been playing all these different types of games together um, and they they renamed blockus block Chris so um <laughs> um <laughs> it's uh it's it's honestly fantastic I think sports and games um are like just this incredible part of your lifestyle and I think that you should play them however you'd like to play them um uh, whether it's it's um you know, playing with your, your friends and your family, or, um, uh, you know, I, I also think competition is extremely healthy. Like I get a lot of my competitive, uh, juices satisfied from Terra Mystica for instance. like, right. I'm in the top 10 right now. And I like really badly want to get, uh, you know, um, into that one number one spot Some at, at some point in my life. I, I would really love that. I would love to get that 700 ELO and I would love to get to that number one spot. And I think that, uh, that's totally healthy too. Right. I, I don't get to play quite as much as I used to, but um I've been playing, you know, quite well. And I think that, uh, um, you know, playing, I, I, pl- I played the Terramisca Tuesday, async league, um, played it last, yeah. last, uh, yeah, yeah it's yeah. In- incredible. And, um, I was, tr- I wanted to, cause I think my yield might be high enough to get into the premier league this year or this, uh, this go around. Cause I, I got up to like six seventy five or something. I don't know if it would be or not, but I I can't, I can't make it work either way because I, of my travel back and forth to the, to Asia, but it would, you know, these, these incredible um, I think being competitive is incredible, and so I think if ghostly is I think the point and I already said this um, the point of being intentional about your productivity is respecting your own time and feeling accomplished daily and so if ghostly was feeling like when he was playing Termisiska that he wasn't respecting his own time, that's what was making him feel bad about it right if he if he wanted to go and play Terramisca and play Termisca and play record his moves and like really work on self-improvement and he was playing the game um, for the purposes of self-improvement and for, you know, improving and and perfecting that kind of competitive drive. I think the question you have to ask yourself is, am I respecting my own time and am I feeling accomplished daily? And if you you can't answer that, then you're not being productive. So that's the whole point of productivity that a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand um, that the most productive people in the world doesn't mean you're getting the most done. It just means that they're respecting their own time. Right, that they feel accomplished, and and that's like the whole point of being a productive person. And I, I say that with like a lot of conviction.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah, and yeah, like for me, I sort of that's where I felt like actually I've put more, been more productive, I guess by that definition, uh, from doing like fight on air, doing like running the tournaments, and I almost feel like I get more i feel like i'm giving more and even that i get more myself out of doing those than maybe just them playing a bit more and i have played less terror since then but
1: well yeah i mean it's kind of it's kind of like you've moved your your role or that you know at this point in time it doesn't mean it will be this way forever but you've kind of moved from like player to like community moderator or community manager and uh i mean i i will speak for myself and say you know thank you thank you so much because a you guys produce some incredible content that's very niche right i really i really appreciate this like niche um content where um the community can kind of rally behind it and um it's not about like reaching you know millions of people it's about producing really really high quality content for a specific group of users i a I respect that a lot um and b thank you so much um but also, I, I think it is incredible to see kind of a whole community rally around stuff. I was, like, so excited to see the Lord of the Rings theme stuff. I thought that was, like, super <laughs> cool. The Mario stuff. Like, there's there's so much cool stuff that you guys put together. And you can kind of point to that as this, like, incredible time in your life when you brought a whole community together. Like, of course, that's fulfilling. Of course, that's productive. Like, it's got to feel amazing to do that. because. It, I mean, it's just—it's a special thing to to bring a group of people like that together and you know put on stuff. It, it's 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 really cool, and uh, I really appreciate it a lot.
0: Uh thanks, man. But yeah, I think uh, I don't know if you'd agree, but I, I you know being a part of that community even is like kind of productive in itself. Like you're contributing, and I said this to Super when he was leaving. Like it's still, you know, you're still doing something by being part of a group and uh, like it only works if everyone is there like talking and uh you know talking about random rubbish but also talking about the game and learning the game and stuff and that is still uh a valid use of time i think again as long like with the caveat that you should make sure that it's not taking up too much time and that it's like time well spent
1: Um, exactly exactly well i mean it's just like you know just like book club right that's a different form of book club and i say book club because Uh, not to not to be (laughs) uh i say book club because when i think of a book club i think of a bunch of old ladies sitting around in a circle it's not about the book right it's not Mm. it's never about the book just like teramiska community it's not about teramiska it's about the people that come together and you know the friends that you make and um you know the the whole group and i love talking about Teramisca strategy and i love talking about um you know different lines that you could have taken or different things that we could have done i love showing off like the cool games and seeing you know, people do like wicked stuff and uh, especially like the top players putting together like really cool things, but it's at the end of the day, right? Um, I think all of us would have stopped playing Kera a long time ago if if it wasn't for like the community and building around the community and um, how incredible that has become, right? So I think that's really the, the whole point. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I'm sort of thinking again feel free to like take this where you want but like practically for you when you talk about being intentional with your time and stuff um is it a is it a like do you plan stuff in advance more or is it kind of like a post event reflection it sounds like you think about it a lot so how how do you think about that and and like how do you think people could practically like recognize whether they think they're using their time wisely or not
1: yeah i think it's it's a good question to ask me um because i thought i have thought very deeply about it and i'm i'm pretty um i'm i am very intentional about planning up my my life and my time and um it you know comes with the territory of of uh working a job that is is more demanding and, and all of that kind of stuff but I do think that specifically if and and this is like actual tactical um, advice Um, so you know sometimes you're not supposed to give unsolicited advice but uh, I will go go ahead and give some unsolicited advice to the, the listener base but if you're worried about or not necessarily worried but if you're interested in living a more intentional life like the easiest exercise that you can do is I'm sure every single person listening has a Google Calendar or, you know, an Outlook Calendar or something like that. But in Google Calendar, you can go and you can create a new calendar really easily, right? Like just a blank calendar, an empty calendar that, you know, most people have their default is blue, right? I'm sure you have a calendar, uh, EJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a blue calendar. And yeah, I'm sure you've got the Terramisca calendars and you can, but so just open up a new blank calendar and, um, you know, maybe make it green or maybe make it yellow or, or you know, whatever, the purple, it doesn't matter. And um, you know, map out what uh, your, you know, your favorite week would look like, or what your ideal week would look like. Um, you know, on another piece of paper, you can just write down you know, what are the things, the areas of my life that are important to me. You know, for me, I, I write down health and self, you know, and I break down health to exercise, diet and sleep and self to productivity, perspective and mindfulness. I write down relationships, right? Melissa, my family, my friend, I write down career, I write down actualization, actualization is a specific one to me. It's not not going to be specific to me forever. But or uh, a lot of people will have some type of actualization, but you know in there I put down creation, which is like bringing ideas to life, enrichment, which is you know being worldly being educated, um, dedicated to specific, dedication to specific learnings, um, and exploration, so travel, exploring the world, adventuring, stuff like that. Um, then I put down fundamentals, which is again my m- money, image and home, right am I at peace financially? am I at peace with how the way that I look, which actually you know bothers a lot of people. Um, and am I at peace in my home as well? Like, am I living well? Uh, do I feel safe and comfortable at home? Um, and then I, my last one is lifestyle. And in lifestyle, I've got sports and games, uh, arts and technology, and then food and drink, right? So sports and games is bringing people together, you know, organizing um, around a board, right? Uh, arts and technology is music, entertainment, um, you know, new gadgets, stuff like that. And, and food and drink is extremely important, right? Cooking, restaurants, wine, you know, eating and living well, learning to, to take care of, of yourself and nourish your family. Um, and, and, you know, those, I say those in those specific words, right? Health, self, relationships, career, actualization, fundamentals, lifestyle. Lifestyle is like where all the spice is, but that's where games are, right? And that is very intentionally the seventh thing on that list. Um, and what I do very specifically as well is, you know, when I, when I go through um, that calendar, uh, you know, that blank calendar that you put down, you know, you only have so many hours. You have 24 hours a day, you know, um, 168 hours in a week, uh, and you know you're sleeping for 68 hours a night. Uh, how are you going to spend your time? And if your time is is spent in a way that you know you're doing some health related activities, exercise, diet, and sleep, you're doing some self related activities. You know, you've got time for your career. You know, however much time that demands. For some people, it's much less than others, and that's totally fine. Uh, you know, you're you're dedicating time to your relationships, right? you know, make sure that, you know, the romance stays alive with your partner. Uh, it's really important. Make sure that you're spending time with your family, that you actually like wrote, you know, write, ta- write, ta- write down time for your family, that you book out time for your family. Again, it doesn't need to be every single week, but um, if you're actually building, you know, if you think of a calendar as the canvas of your life and the building blocks of your life and then you like write down the actual things that matter to you, and if you actually do that exercise literally just one time, um and fill out that calendar in the way that you want to live. You'll always have that calendar to remind you, like, am I actually doing the things that I want to do? Because the, the reason that people quit games called Turkey and get really upset and, um, like get to a spot where they feel like they need to quit is because if they looked at their actual calendar, you know, those sports and games, that category for me, that, you know, that, you know, one of the 21 things that, uh, that I, I listened listed out there. Cause I've got the seven categories and the three in each, um, it might, might might take up like eighty percent of their calendar. <laughs> that's that's where you that's where you lose yourself, right? You lose yourself in games. And that can happen with anything, by the way. That happened with me earlier on in my career where I looked at my calendar and said, Oh my god, my career is taking up ninety five percent of my entire life. Right? I want it to take up like much, much less than that. And so I think that's that's really, really important to to remember and know. And I, I just think oh. it's so so important. Yeah.
0: And and so I guess it will be a different amount of time depending on different people's priorities maybe but then you could maybe start setting a thing where you say like okay I'm going to play one arena game a day or one arena game a week uh, and a bullet game every every evening or something like that <laughs> which uh, I mean whether bullet games are good for your health is, is like it's, it's a different <laughs> thing but.
1: I love I love I love the bullet games I, I think that the whole thing really is not about holding yourself to like a really specific calendar setting. Cause that's not the, that wasn't the point of, of, of like the lesson necessarily the point of the lesson. Um, yeah, I'm saying lesson here. Like I'm teaching a, like I'm the professor, but the, no, the but point yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah. the, the point of the, the whole exercise, um, like the, really the specific point of the exercise is just to make sure that there isn't one like virus in there. And like, you know, for me, the yeah. virus was, the virus was work earlier on in my career where I would just like career, um, and my work time take over my whole life. Right. And I, I realized that I wasn't spending enough time for my, my health and you know, putting on weight and, you know, I, w- I wasn't spending enough time on my relationships. And like, you know, my family barely ever saw me. Um, you know, my friends barely ever saw me. I was like losing touch with them. And, uh, you know, I did that for, it took me a couple of years to like realize that. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the first time I did that exercise. This was, um, almost 10 years ago now, actually the first time I did this exercise was 2014. Um, where i like sat down and wrote down on paper like these are the things that i care about deeply in my health myself my relationships my careers my actualization my fundamentals and my lifestyle and this is the way that i want to spend my time and you know you really try to design your life around that and um again so for me like i looked at the calendar was like holy shit this like orange career one is like the entire thing i'm sure if some people are you know some people listening and this you know I'm sure this was the case for, for maybe Super, right? For Super Czarny. And I know there's some other people that have recently quit um, Terra Mystica or, or some of uh, some games and stuff like that where this happens a lot with World of Warcraft in particular, these ex- extremely addictive games where, um, you know, you look at the calendar and, you know, maybe games is, you know, I don't know, pink or something like that. And you're like, holy shit, the entire calendar is pink. Like I'm spending the entire, my entire life doing, you know, one of these 20 things that I really want to focus on in my life. I think a lot of people have these, um, uh, these kind of like, a lot of people have a lot of good intentions around how they want to spend their time and, and don't don't follow through on that. I think that's that's where they end up having this these mental health breakdowns around games and around how they're spending their time.
0: Yeah. So that, yeah, that is how you would recognize it's a problem. It's just yeah, like looking at how much time you're taking, and I guess you have to be honest with it as well.
1: You, yeah, you have to be super honest, right? You have to, and you don't have to do it all the time. It's not like you have to log every, th- every part of your life. Just try and log one week, right? Just try and like, even just look back at your last week and, you know, tr- try and fill in the calendar of how you actually spent your time. And it's really easy, right? One third of it uh, is, is probably sleep. One quarter to one third is probably sleep. Um, So, you know, you go fill that in and the times that you're sleeping. And, you know, then you look at the rest of it and say, okay, how did I actually spend my time? And And, and when you look at that, if you're spending too much of your time in one spot, you're
0: in a lot of trouble yeah yeah i guess in it, it like for a lot of people i don't know gaming people maybe not but for a lot of people in in the world now the big problem is going to be social media and uh like i would I, I think i'm pretty good on that but you know for some people it's it takes up way too much time and it's not productive time at all but if you're spending a lot of time on social media, you could convert that into some higher quality gaming time, I think, for a lot of people.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do almost no social media, which is awesome because I spend my my extra time on games.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's a sort of a trade-up, I guess. But again, it depends on your... Like you say, you you set your priorities and if, you know... But... Certainly, I think a lot of people get more value from a bit of uh, gaming, intentional gaming, where you're, you know, enjoying it, maybe playing with people you like rather than just scrolling, doom-scrolling.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, you know, fire up Arena and try to get to the top of the Arena leaderboard because sometimes that's what you're trying to do, right? Again, as long as you're respecting your own time, that's all that you can ask for.
0: And I guess you will have times where you're like right i've got a month where i've got a project at work or whatever and i know that i'm gonna have to uh turn like i'm gonna have to skip some exercise or something and but but you set a limit for that i would imagine and the same like if you have the Terra mystica tuesday league coming up you might be like right uh for this month i'm gonna practice more because i want to get a good result in the league and i want to win whatever and so i'm gonna Oh, I don't know it's dangerous territory do less exercise is that that's that sounds bad but I should know
1: <laughs> yeah that's hilarious no honestly you're right though right there's a there's a sliding balance to everything um for instance like I, I do keep you know I, at least like a, a an idea of how I'm doing across these different categories every year and I was much better at exercise in, in 2021 than I was in 2022 so far uh, and that's because my my job is a lot more demanding this year than it was last year and there's there's different reasons for that like we're we're growing really dramatically and all that kind of stuff so you know from a career perspective that's incredible from a financial perspective for me that's incredible from an exercise perspective it's much harder to um you know exercise as much because i'm i'm working much longer hours and so there there's balance to your life and the older you get the more you realize that you know life is lived over you get the the sine wave of life, right? It's, you know, the sine wave in math, right? You get these ups and downs in life and, um, you ride them as best you can. And, you know, you make sure that the, uh, you, you take, you take life for what it is and you, you take the the ups and the downs and all that kind of stuff. But there's always time for, um, you know, there's always time for, for games with friends and, (laughs) um, I do think that what what you said is absolutely true. You know, sometimes when you're busier at work it's harder to exercise as much. Sometimes when you're um you know, when you want to focus in more on something specific like doing really well in in a game or really focusing in on that, maybe I'll I'll spend less time um you know, doing something something that's, you know, of equal importance, right? Maybe I will literally maybe I'll spend time uh, a little bit less time reading and a little bit more time playing Termesica. And um, that's like very common. Um, if I want to get, get in there and play a little bit more, you know, maybe I'll, I'll read a couple less books or something like that. Um, but I will try to not like, you know, when you start trading off more Terra Mystica time for, um, you know, less family time or less exercise time, I, I definitely will trade off, you know, Terra Mystica for a workout here and there. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But when you start doing that too often, it's, uh, that, that's, that's what, that is what ends up making you unhappy in the long run, to be completely honest with you, um, when, when you start making that trade off too many times, and so making sure that you you end up moderating, it's the it's the big the big key.
0: I tell you, my this is my life hack, everyone. Exercise bike in the garage, iPad, arena game, two hours of quality cycling and quality Terra Mystica.
1: Boom! Yo, do you do you actually do that? Yeah, man. Oh my god, I need to do that. That's so smart. I've never even considered that. Oh my god, that's like life changing. Get, get me on that plan. Get me on that EJ plan right now. I love that. Well,
0: so as we're talking about stuff like this, that so that is the kind of this is another thing. Is for example, uh, yeah. So let me get it straight. The the potential issue with that is that you're not focusing on either, right? So if I spent two hours. Uh, just it's a, it's a Peloton bike. If I spent two hours on a proper Peloton workout with the, hey, Peloton, let's go really fast lady telling, encouraging me, I would probably get a better workout. And also I'm probably not fully focusing on the game. So I'm not getting maybe the best terror time. So I don't know what you think about that. A related thing is like, for example, and, uh, Danny's talked about it with bullet games, is he would be playing a game and when it wasn't his turn, he'd be looking at Twitter or something. And, and and then you're kind of, you're not really, like it's better to focus on that one thing that you want to be doing. I don't know what you think about that.
1: I think it just comes back to, are you, are you respecting your own time or not? And so if you feel like you're not getting what you want out of your time, that's when it becomes a problem. So I think that like if you're, if you're cycling and you're cycling and you're playing Terramisca, you and you do honestly feel like you're getting what you want out of that time. That's amazing. But I know exactly what you're talking about when it, it can become very, very hard to split your focus, um, doing two different things. Um, but for instance, like one of those, like, you know, life hack type things, one of the things I've, I've got a puppy at home and, um, I take the puppy for walks while I do business calls a lot. And it's actually really amazing because, um, you know, business calls on my phone or on zoom, it's really easy to get distracted by other things, like, for instance, your async termitica moves, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? Yes. And so, you know, is it It's great for me to get up and go for a walk and walk the puppy and be outside in nature and, you know, work on my my bad lower back just by by walking it out and and then also getting on work calls. And so that is like I'm getting everything I want out of my time there. Right. Where, whereas if you're, if you're splitting your time in a way where you feel like one of the things is detracting too much from the other things, then don't, just don't do it. Right. It's just, you're, you're, all you're doing is lying to yourself. And so all comes back. Do you feel like you're, you know, respecting your time and are you feeling accomplished daily? That's the, that's the biggest thing.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I, I think on the whole, I do like the dual cycle plus terror thing. I think I, you're kind of getting, it's like base miles, right? You're not like at, you're not doing like peak sprints and stuff, but you're getting like, you're turning the legs. And for me, that's good.
1: One thing I do um, is because I do have that, that bad lower back probably from, you know, working too many hours and um, is, uh, and, and sitting in a chair all the time, cause sitting in a chair is what actually kills you. Um, I, I think that one of the things that I've started to do is when I do play a longer game, like when I play a, a Greek League game or a Terra Mystica game live. I'll force myself to do like a, a like kind of a stretch, like a, and so I'll stand up and I'll just be doing stretches the whole time. Cause I hate stretching usually because it's just like, it, it annoys me to no end to uh, to do a stretch. I would rather do a workout or I would, if I'm going to take the time uh, to do like a long stretch, I would rather do a long workout or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But so like, if I'm playing a termesia game I'll, I'll do my stretches during other people's turns. And, and so then, then I do feel like, okay, this is good. I, I need to do this stretch anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. little, little things like that that aren't, you know, you're not, you're not always going to do. It. And the, the other danger of doing that kind of stuff is then you start, you know, if you're really addicted to chair and whiskey, you're going to start stretching for eight hours a day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things.
0: No, it's good though. And it comes, it sort of goes back to what you said about like, it's a good way to have good time with like, putting in time with friends is like yeah sometimes it's hard to schedule that time but if you've got a game you're playing a game you're chatting you're hanging out with um mates who maybe you wouldn't have done anyway and you're sort of achieving two things at once in a similar way yeah
1: exactly i mean it's why like intramural sports are so fun too right you especially in sports that are a little bit semi-competitive you get your friends together you get exercise um and you get to like smoke those competitive juices and you know get out in, in nature and 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 play a game like that kind of stuff is just the best.
0: Mm. mm. Um so something I was thinking about and again if you have if you've got more you want to say do lead it cuz yeah. Uh it's up to you but like the 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 taking a break thing um like I do think sometimes it's good, but then sometimes maybe with the sort of way you were talking about it, people, instead of feeling like they have to go cold turkey, maybe they can limit things. Um, But I think breaks can be good, especially if you're... and You're you're like an ex. You used to be a bit of a poker guy. Is that right?
1: Um, Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was a poker guy in the the past, yeah.
0: Especially if you're getting tilty, right? If you're having like... And I think this is another aspect of kind of the mental health with games is if you're having a run of, say you get a bit of bad luck and then you start making decisions uh, irrationally maybe because you're like, it's affecting your mindset and then it's sort of a downward spiral. And that is, I don't know if you want to speak to that at all, but that's another aspect of, I think, games that can be bad where you just end up in a, in a, yeah, like a, a bad feedback loop of playing badly, feeling bad about it, firing up another game, and not playing optimally. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it's a great it's a great point. And I think it it is tangential to like the main point of you know mental health and and being intentional with your time and stuff like that. But when you are getting into a point of um, where you, where your competitive fire for the game is strong enough that like you care about the result, right? So first of all. Most people playing board games online, you know, there's there's no there's no professional online board game players, or at least I don't I don't think there is. Like, you know, there's some professional poker players, obviously. Um, there's some professional chess players, obviously. Maybe there's some professional, you know, maybe there's professional Scrabble players. I don't know how big those purses get. I'm sure there's some professional Magic Gathering players, right? A, a handful of of those. Like, so there's some professional card game players. There's some professional you know, at least some professional board game players, but like when people are playing relatively niche board games, like <laughs> Jaramisca and Agricola, yeah, you know, they're, they're big enough, right. They've got, they've got player bases in the hundreds of thousands, right. It's not like they're really small, but there's not um, player bases in like the millions or, you know, the tens of millions or the hundreds of millions where um, there, there's real, real money to be made. Um A, because no one's professional because it's not anyone's livelihood you i'm not i'm not saying that it can, competition doesn't matter because again i i already said in this in this chat or on this podcast that i would love to get to that number one world ranking i would love to get to that seven hundred elo at some point but the the reality is is that there's no life and death in a lot of this and there's no um there's no reason that there's no reason that you're a competitive fire in in um in this arena or <laughs> i say arena but really just in the board game kind of, um, you know, space should ever get so high that you, you start to, you know, not enjoy the game because if it does, then, you know, I feel like a, a, a father is speaking to his, 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 <laughs> like his kids or something like that. But, you know, if, if you're letting the results of a game that like really doesn't affect your life, um, affect your mood, what that means is that your mindfulness is not there, right? You're not understanding and respecting your own feelings. Um, and it and you need to have mindfulness when you're playing games because if you're not mindful about your feelings, you can let these things kind of control you and and affect the way that you're you're feeling and the way that you're thinking and um that doesn't mean that you can't be annoyed at yourself when um you know you make you know mistakes and stuff like that like for instance, I was playing an ascent game where I was called this on on fire nights the other day, and um I was winning by like a million miles and um uh, it took the 11 point town instead of a shipping town because I thought that I was connected on two ship, but really I need to be connected on three ship and we were playing with fire and ice scoring. So I, I punted 36 points, um, literally like that. Well, 32 points. Cause you know, instead of taking four, four shipping plus the three shipping, uh, for seven, I took the 11 and so I got four extra points there and punted 32 points on, <laughs> on, uh, fire and ice, uh, 16 and, and, and 16 on, on winning both of those things. So there's, there's huge problems with, um, or I guess 18 and 18, sorry, uh, for 36. Yeah. So yeah. Gain, yeah. Gain, gain four, punt to 36, you know. I was super annoyed. I was like, oh, I'm so dumb. Uh, but, you know, that's the extent of it, right? Like, because what what does it really matter? Um, it doesn't really matter all that much. It just means that, you know, um, I got to go and win, win another game to make up for it. But I think the reality is, is that um, when people get into these, like, ruts of, I really need the ELO or I really want to win this or I really want to get to this next level. Like it's again, it's a, it's a byproduct of not living intentionally. And I, I, I don't mean to like, you know, try to make this the silver bullet of everything, but if you come back to it and you like actually write down the things that matter to you, you'll realize how little it matters to you. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, you know, when you're, when you're letting something take over your life, it can feel like the end of the world. But if you go and write down your, write down the things that actually matter to you, your health, your relationships, your, yourself you know your actualization your you know uh, when, when, when these things when you actually write them down in the broader scheme of your life and you start living intentionally and start thinking about things in an intentional way you realize that you know the tilt is insane it, it, it couldn't be crazier to to really tilt about it and, and i think that especially when you start playing a game and you stop enjoying it for any moment of time there's a there's a that should be a red flag a big red flag in your mind that you're not, you're not, you know, living intentionally and that you're not uh, apportioning the right weight to things. So that's what I'll say about that. I do think that in really competitive circumstances, like if you're like a competitive athlete um, where you're, you know, you're earning your wage on it and you're professional, or, you know, maybe you are a competitive party game player, or, you know, you want to be at that top level, or if it really matters to you, like it's part of your self identity, to be, um, you know, at the top of, of something there, there is different advice that I would give you there because it is okay to feel upset and it's okay to feel bad about, um, your performance when that is a fuel to, to the fire of self-improvement. Um, I just think that for most people listening to this podcast or or that will ever listen to this podcast, like that's not you. (laughs) So I, I, um, not, not to be disrespectful, but it's, it's likely not you. And so I do think that if, if for some reason you are in that circumstance where the competitive fire like, matters that much, that um, then what you need to do is you need to figure out psychologically how to uh, channel that frustration into self-improvement.
0: Yeah, I, but I, it's still relevant, I think, in a way, because like, you sort of showed the good example is like uh, you made – a bit of a blunder and you lost points on the extra scoring but you've kind of you've clearly realized that you did that and you've sort of like analyzed you know I guess in that case it was a fairly obvious mistake but you've sort of registered that mistake and now ideally it seems like next time you will probably be wise to that and might make might not make that mistake and um it was the same like uh Ramiel was streaming the other day and he it was like a fans faction fan factions game. And I think he lost, but then he went back and he sort of looked at it and he was like, Okay, if this player hadn't like cut me off, which was sort of like maybe the correct way to cut me off, but it was a fairly aggressive move, I would have connected and I would have got this. So actually my sort of fundamental game plan was probably sound. It was just it swung on that thing and and sort of he kind of turned you know he's he's a guy i'm sure he would admit that he does get frustrated sometimes <laughs> but he 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 went back and he looked at the the what occurred and he sort of uh went through and and learned from it and th- and that's kind of the thing that you can get from those negative feelings is like right how am i going to learn from this and then take it forward into into future games and make me better
1: yeah and and that's a that's a fantastic point, right I mean if you're trying to improve at the game, i what I would say is don't try to do it through frustration um, don't try to don't try and like channel your anger like you're in an anime um, you know <laughs> <laughs> um, what what you should be doing is you should be looking at the games that and I actually have some counterintuitive or not necessarily counterintuitive but like may, maybe controversial um, opinion here most people most people will say that you should learn most that you learn most from your mistakes. Right. And that you should mm-hmm. um, go back and watch the games that you've lost to understand why you lost them. And I do think that that is valuable, but I actually find for myself that I learn much more from the games that I win. And that that's definitely controversial opinion. Um, but what I do is I I actually will, will watch the games that I win or the games that I do really well in Um, much more often, like I'll watch them back more often than I watch the games that I lose. Not because I don't think that there's lots to learn from the games that I lose. And and I I do look over both, right? You, You can't get to the top of, um, the world or like, you know, the top 10 or you, you literally like, you, you cannot get there without doing some study and like looking at, looking at your games, looking back your games a little bit and, you know, taking a look at, you know, how could I have done a different line or what could I have done differently, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I do find that I learn a lot more from the games that I win, and that's because of pattern recognition. You start to recognize the patterns of of mm-hmm. um, what does excellence look like? Um, what does an excellent game look like? And what I'll do also is not just watch my own games that I win, I'll also watch other really high-scoring games that other people win and look at, like, um, you know, I love going through kind of, like, the top of the arena board and just clicking through. Uh, maybe I'm on, a, you know, a call that I... I you know need to be on to, to talk about something or hear about something but I, i'm not uh you know in particular like super engaged in that call or, or something like that or maybe i'm just like hanging out at night and i'm too tired to play a game but i want to go and like look at a specific game because my wife is watching you know some some crazy show or something like that okay. um you know i'll I'll go and look at a game from like you know uh, as evok or um from halai or from mm. you know on this, or something like that, where they scored like 190 points or something. And and I'll watch those games through and just see what they did. And, you know, oftentimes it's because they had weaker opponents, or, um, but sometimes it's, you know, they've got very strong opponents, or it's because they did something really interesting, or they took a specific line. And so I actually learn a lot. My particular learning style, anyway, is I learn a lot more from the winning games and that, like, gaining that pattern recognition that I do from um, the games where i am losing and i think that maybe there's a flip of a switch there at some point where you have to get to a certain level um to learn more from the winning games than from the losing games but i've actually found that for most of my um gaming is i I like to look at those winning games and so maybe you know people that um don't like to study don't like to study because they you know are always told to study their losing games and it's harder to look at your losing games than it is your winning game i think that you should look at both but I do think that for sure, um, for me, again, maybe controversially, I, I do actually learn more from um, the winning lines usually than from the losing lines. Mm,
0: no, that's, yeah, that's a really interesting point. Um, I like it. Um, we've got sort of five, five-ish minutes left. Is there anything else? I, I kind of have one other topic, I guess, that I wanted to ask. Yeah, let's,
1: d- let's dive in. Um,
0: but if if there's anything that you wanted to bring do please say it um so the thing i wanted to i guess ask uh and now having heard you talk i i almost feel like maybe you'll have a different answer to what i would have thought before we spoke but it's it's elo right so what do you think about um focusing on elo and I mean i had the question written down as an over focusing on elo and then related to that is stuff like playing in training mode playing in bullets how do you think in terms of being intentional i guess where do you see kind of the elo ranking system as like a good thing or a bad thing for people's mental health people's
1: well-being I think that I think that obviously most people focus on it way too much, um and so I think the over focusing is you've got the the point down there because the whole point of um the whole point of playing games is to have fun with your friends <laughs> like there's no there's no professional terrorist players there's there's no professional terrorististic players. I do like the elo system I do like the ranking system in the sense that um you you can set goals for yourself, and I think that's really fun um but I also recognize that um if they took it away because they thought that people like if if you know BGA said hey we're realizing that people are like less happy with Elo than not I wouldn't care in the in the slightest I do think it's fun to kind of figure out you already know who the best players are but it's it's nice to see that kind of like reflected and I do like being able to you know set myself a goal for I would love to get to that 700 Elo I, you know I think it's like just so just far enough out of reach for me that um, that it's like fun to try and, and get there right because I've been up to that like. 660, 675, but when you get to that level, like, you barely gain anything for winning, and you, like, lose a billion for, for losing, right? So <laughs> it's like it gets harder, harder and harder the closer you get there, so um, it's just one of these things. Where I think only like 10 people or ever have ever got to 700, uh, maybe even less than that, that, that actually play real four-player tournaments. right? Um, I think there's a couple of people that uh, have, like, 700 plus ratings just on the back of playing, like, two-player, which I think is very, very achievable, but I think there's only a handful of folks that have, like, got a legit 700 rating playing four-player comparative Jermuska. So um, it would be really cool to get up there and, and hit that that goal for me. But that's just one of these things that, um, for me, it's a fun thing, right? For me, it's a, um, an awesome thing. If I was obsessing over it, if I was, like, if I let that, you know, cultist blunder ruin my day, you know, then 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 there's a huge problem. Then I care about it too much, right? And you have to watch. You have to watch yourself for those those warning signs because you'll even see it in the chat. Like a fun, you know, fun termus game. Someone gets really angry at someone for digging their hex or something. That's the whole point of Termis. Termis gets hilarious when when people, you know, uh, um, it's like this like wonderful game that anything can happen. And uh, you know, I I play with all my friends, and like some of my friends love digging my hexes. You know, just because they're like, oh, Chris is really good. Let's dig his hexes, and you try and figure out a way to. You know, come around it and and find another path. And uh, you know, as as long as you're you're keeping it all in good fun, I think that's the the whole point. But I, if you start to like really worry about ELO, or if ELO affects your mood, there's a problem. That's that's mm-hmm. what you should really look at. Yeah.
0: And yeah, again, it's it's that sort of intentional mindset of like you have. It's like your focus is you're like you want to get that 700, and that and you're playing towards that. But it's not just this thing that's there lurking and making you feel bad
1: the way more important part of me playing termisco is hanging out with my friends and you know engaging with the community and uh having a wonderful time and you know seeing like yeah you know, I, I love that there's some cool stuff that people do like fickles and jekyll and uh and i think it was fickles and jekyll i, I don't know who else was involved in it but like they put together that setup thing and then the people mm. played the game like that same setup like 300 times and they try to find the best line and Um, I wanted to do something not like that, but I wanted to run a, run a game to see like what's the highest possible uh, points that you could score like as engineers or something like that. Right. Like, could Mm. you actually get, get out like all the bridges in round two with like, without affecting, you know, all these like weird things that you could try just, um, it's really, really fun to me to do that and to engage in the community. And then kind of the ELO is kind of just like the second little thing that, um, you know it'd be, it'd be a, a cool bonus to to get there at, at some point if I can and um and I, I do really want to do it and maybe i'll 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 try harder at some point but i think that it's um it's really 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 down the far down the priority list of life when you, when you look at you know your life as a whole and when you look at your life as a whole um it's hard to get upset about things if you have the right perspective <laughs> on that mm. so yeah that's it
0: uh uh this has been really good. Um, so yeah, the the previous episode released was with Claybow and Barn a and I would I don't think they would mind me saying that this that was maybe like somewhat the intellectual low of Fire Two on Air from an intellectual <laughs> point. <laughs> and and I feel like I really had to raise my game here, and and this is certainly a, a high point intellectually of
1: show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully i wasn't too uh too much of a lecture but i i, I can't wait to watch the Claybo Bartle all all uh again I've, I've got i'm traveling actually on the 20th so that's why i've got i'll probably uh load them all up and listen to a bunch in a row over there in, in a couple of weeks but i'm really looking forward to it and uh, and thanks so much EJ. this is a fantastic uh conversation and I, I i love the stuff that you guys are doing it's it's really awesome
0: Ah, oh, cool, man. Yeah, thanks
1: for taking the time. Uh, really appreciate it. It's been good. Wonderful. Have a have a great day, and thanks so much.